Hey there, this is Nicole Crone. I'm a big lover of mindset, energy, especially the energetics of business, entrepreneurship, women changing their money stories, and elevating their wealth consciousness. I'm a small town girl who thought she wanted to be a teacher, did that for a few years, and realized I wanted and I could have so much more. I co-created My Line Purpose with my biz bestie Kayla, and together we have supported hundreds and hundreds of women to raise their money ceiling, earn more, exit their nine to fives, become confident queens, build businesses they love, and along the way, we've made incredible friendships within our community. In our 12-month Platinum Experience program, we teach the formula to build a six or multiple six-figure business that you actually enjoy working in. Since we've both been in the nine to five world, we know how scary the leap can be. And we're here to link arms with you and show you what's possible and how it's done. Whether it's money, marketing, hiring and firing, sales, community, and mindset, these are topics we'll cover. The entrepreneurial seasons are gonna have their ups and downs and you don't have to go at it alone. Think of these episodes as a glance into what we do inside of these programs. I love to share our wins, celebrations, insights, ahas, what I would do's, and so much more. My goal with this podcast is to support those of you who are seeking something else in your career. Those of you who have gotten on the roller coaster I call entrepreneurship, and those of you who just love to hear what it's like to be inside of our world. I'm here to encourage you, inspire you, and to offer my truth and wisdom. This is going to come through with my East Coast accent mixed with my global business mind. Thanks for being here and don't be a stranger. Come say hi over on Instagram or in our email inbox and let us know what you needed to hear today or what you'd love to have on the show. Now let's get into it. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of My Line Purpose, the podcast. I am your host, Nicole Crone, and I'm so excited today because I have Kayla G on the podcast. And if you follow our socials at all, you'll definitely know who Kayla is. I was on her podcast back in the spring, and she it was so awesome because Kayla took information from myself, Kayla, you know, the other half of My Line Purpose, and one of our clients and uh, did a reading to be able to support me in how I can best interact with our clients who are not the same human design as myself, because I am a generator. I can go, 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 but that is not the expectation on everyone else. So it's so cool. Kayla knows so much about human design and also gene keys, which I have to admit, I know basically nothing about. So I can't wait to hear what all we're going to learn in this conversation together. So Kayla, why don't you come on and say hello, tell us where are you calling in from today? And what are you grateful for? Oh, I love this intro and the question. That's so great. So I am joining from Victoria, BC. So Nicole and I are both in Victoria, which I love because it's not that often I connect or get the privilege to connect with people locally. Mm-hmm. And I would say what I'm grateful for is I recently had a pretty big shift in my business and it came from just really struggling for like the last 14 months, lacking clarity. And I I finally came to a point of clarity where you know, I created the new offer. I'm so excited about it. And I'm just grateful for the challenges. Like it's so easy to say once you're out of it, but I'm just so thankful for everything that I've learned. And it just makes me want to give back more to others who are still navigating that. So it's like, I'm grateful for the challenges, which I never thought I would say, but here we are. Mm, Yeah. And there's always going to be more, right? New level, new devil. So you, you 
get past those challenges and then there's just more waiting for you. And I think that that's the entrepreneurial spirit is to be like, okay, what challenges are next? Not like, is there going to be challenges next? Being able to go through that. Okay. Awesome. So Kayla, I would love if you could take us back a little bit. One of the ways that I love to start this conversation when I have guests on the show is to go back to high school. Because as you know, I used to teach high school and I used to see all of the pressure from the students that I had in grade 12 being like, I don't know what to do after school. And there's so much pressure now that I'm 18 to make the decision for the rest of my life. And I think about how I felt that pressure too. And if you had have told 18 year old me that I would have this like global coaching and learning company, a podcast, all these sorts of things. I would have thought that was like really fucking rad, but I wouldn't have been able to understand how. And I didn't have entrepreneurs leading the way for me, way for me. Just, it just didn't seem like a thing back then. So take us back. What were you thinking you were going to do after high school? And is it in line at all with the work that you do now? And what's been the journey in between? I love this question and I'm laughing because you know this, but I actually became a teacher. So in high school, I obviously didn't know what I wanted to do. Like I, I took a year off after and I was very active. Like I was a big rugby player. And so I was like, I want to do something that's related to fitness because I'm passionate about this. So my mom suggested like, Kayla, what if you become a physical education teacher? And I was like, okay, yeah, sure. I love this. So I went into school for six years studied you know what I loved I loved the program it was like anatomy and then obviously we started getting more into the teaching I played rugby all throughout university it was great and then I graduated in 2015 and I moved to China for a year and I was teaching at a BC curriculum school and it was actually in 2014 that I first got into personal development and I was I was having a taste of what coaching was and I thought oh my god I fucking love coaching mm. And so I really wanted to bring this into my teaching when I was in China. And so I was teaching a planning class, which is kind of like life coaching, which was great. Like the kids loved it. I was also teaching physical education. I was working with all girl classes. So it's just, that was really touching my heart because I was empowering, you know, women to be physically active and like be strong in their bodies, but something was missing and mm. it was driving me crazy because it was still in the back of my head. I wanted to start a coaching business in 2014. And I was like, okay, Kayla, you're going to move to Toronto 2016 met up again with my now fiance and I started a personal training business. I was like, I don't want to teach in a classroom. I want to work in fitness, but I want to get more coaching and mindset work in there. So then I started a personal training business working at Good Life Fitness downtown Toronto for three years. And at the end, I really started to see, I was like, you know what? It doesn't matter how much knowledge I have about nutrition, about how to fucking work out, how to lose weight. It doesn't matter. It The mindset of the client is what matters. Mm. So in 2019, I was like, I'm done with this. Like I'm done waiting to start my business and I want to move into more mindset coaching. And I started my online business in 2019 and we actually moved back to BC in 2019. So I left personal training and that's what I had left. And I had gone back. I started working at Lululemon again because I was balancing and then the pandemic hit. And I've just, you know, the last couple of years now I've been full-time in my business and I've specifically now work with entrepreneurs because I found freedom in becoming an entrepreneur, you mm. know, when I finally allowed myself to admit like Kayla, even though you spent tens of thousands of dollars in six years on a teaching degree, it's okay that you don't do that. And it's okay that you don't want to do personal training. And I really had to give myself full permission, but it's hilarious because, you know, when you look back and you connect the dots, I can see 
the progression. I, I had to ease out of the athlete mentality and identity and I moved into the entrepreneurial identity and it was a huge transition. And being in Toronto was amazing because there's so many entrepreneurs there. So that's that's my story of like from high school until now. And I, I honestly love where I am and what I'm doing. Okay, this is really incredible because we have such similar journeys of becoming a teacher, also did six years of university, you know, 80K of student loan debt, went overseas. I also went to China for, did a summer camp with a bunch of Nova Scotia teachers to teach English curriculum and worked at Lululemon. And yeah, so there's just like so much similarities here. What I'm most curious about is I honest to God, cannot remember when I first heard the term entrepreneur, I think it had to be maybe 2016, but definitely 2017. When I, I went on Tinder, when I was in Australia, I matched with a coach and I was like, what do you mean that this is your work? Like he was asking me such powerful questions and I was like, you don't coach sports. Like, I'm so confused. I've never heard of this before. So that was my first, like, oh, there's people that do this thing called coaching. I've literally never heard about it in my life. 2017. Can you remember like who you were following or what, who you were inspired by in 2014? Because I, like, that's a ways back. Like that's when Amy Porterfield and those people started to come into the surface. So who were you seeing or hearing from back then that you were like, oh, they're doing this. This might be something I want to do. Yes. I love this question so much because in 2014, what happened was my friend uh, through Lululemon got me to sign up for the landmark forum and uh -huh. Right. Right. And I was like, as soon as I started laughing, because I thought, okay, you probably know this because you worked at Lululemon. So the Lam landmark worldwide is a personal development company. And the first program that you do with their work is the landmark forum. And that was my first exposure to coaching. That was my first exposure to powerful questions. And I was like, oh my God, like these questions are completely transforming how I'm showing up in my life. And I just, I loved it. And so I did a ton of their work. It's been nine years. I've done like 12 of their courses. I've done the whole curriculum. And wow. so it was in 2014, that was my first exposure to coaching. And it was like in person, it wasn't online. There was mm -hmm. no that I was following online. But then when I came to Toronto in 2016, that's when I got the exposure to entrepreneurs because in Toronto at Landmark, there's a ton of entrepreneurs. And then it was 2019, I started to go online and it was like everyone, I mean, you know, hyperbole, everyone mm -hmm. had a business online. And so for me, I, I really love that my exposure was in person and my exposure was not oh, build this big, you know, money busting business online coaching. It was like genuinely because I actually loved the art of coaching. So that was my exposure. It was in person, but then I ended up growing a business online, which I'm grateful for because, you know, being remote is incredible. Oh yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. That's so cool. Yes. Landmark. My sister did Landmark and my sister's the one who got me into Lululemon because she worked for Lululemon. And my sister's the one who got me into a lot of things, yoga. Like I remember my sister saying, do you want to come to a yoga class with me? And I was like, there is no effing way I'm paying to stretch. And then I became a yoga teacher and like taught yoga for like 12 years. It's just so funny. And I remember her talking, coming back from Landmark. And again, I'd never heard of coaching. I, I had no clue what she was talking about, but I could tell she was different. I was like, my sister, she's three years younger than me. And she just had a massive up level in her mindset and her boundaries and her worth and all of that. I was like, okay, there's something to this. And, you know, when I did my coach training, 
in 2019, the end of 2019, it was in person. We were in Vancouver. I was in real life sitting in a chair across from somebody else learning how to coach one another. I could have never predicted that everything would go online. And again, like you, I'm so grateful for the freedom of can pick up my laptop and literally go anywhere to work. Like I, you can't beat that. And so that leads me into talking about, okay, so what does work look like for you right now? You know, I heard you just say at the beginning that there's been some shifts and some challenges that you've overcome and you work with entrepreneurs and what does it look like to work with you? What, what are you doing with people these days? Yes. I love this question. I think, you know, it's funny because at the beginning you were saying how like new level, new double, right? And I think that that's the beauty of entrepreneurship is that it is constantly evolving, but then there's mm. going to be the parts that really stick. And I think for me, you know, a couple of years ago is when I discovered human design and gene keys. And that just became my zone of genius. Like this is something that I'm ridiculously passionate about. I could talk about it 24 seven. Like I just absolutely love it because I can see how much it supported me in my business in creating a business that's sustainable and energetically aligned for me. And it also just really paints a picture for people to be embodied and honest with themselves in their own business. And so for me right now, you know, I'm a 6'2 sacral generator. So, you know, being a generator, I'm somebody that loves building shit. Like I just, I love creating things. And, you know, with the definition that I have in my chart, like my genius is like bringing direction, clarity and creating things. And so right now what's happened, this recent breakthrough was like, I know, I, and I love that coming back to human design is what grounded me in this. I was looking at my chart, you know, fairly recently, and I was like, what are my zones of genius? Like, what could I mm. actually do with this information? And I realized that my gift is building things with clients. And so I created my signature program, which ironically is called signature program by design. And I'm working with clients on them creating their signature program based on their human design and gene keys, because the way that a manifesting generator or a generator creates their program would be so different than a projector manifester or reflector. And it's like, I really want people to unapologetically show up as themselves and not create something so big that it doesn't, it's not sustainable, but it's a complete representation of their genius. And so this came through for me and I was just like in such a state of peace mm -hmm. because there's just no forcing energy. I'm looking at my chart and I'm like, this makes so much sense. And I know that I can take anyone and look at their chart and look at their gene keys. I'm like, it's here. You have nothing to prove. Mm -hmm. It's all right here for you. And that's something that has me so lit up and excited right now. Mm, okay. I have so many questions, but the first one is because we love to keep it real around here. And you know, when Kayla and I do biz besties, we're always talking about what's challenging, what's hard, what we've had to put down because everybody that's listening, the picture we want to paint is that like entrepreneurship is absolutely meant to be fun and there's meant to be easy moments. But if somebody tells you it's going to be all easy and fun, they're lying. There is work and there is effort and sometimes there's tears and there's hardships and tough conversations. And so we want to paint the picture that there's all of it. And like you're saying, it can be done easier when you're following your design for sure. It doesn't mean that it will be flawless. So in your recent like aha insight that you've had, and now with, now with hindsight being 2020, what could you share with everybody that you were doing or grinding against and it wasn't working and perhaps somebody can hear this too and and they can have permission to put it down yes 
So this year, yeah, I'm going to be really blunt. This year is probably my second or third lowest income year. I'm making probably less than half of what I made last year. And I'm actually in the process of consolidating my debt. And mm-hmm. it's been a fucking struggle. Like my fiance went 10 months being unemployed. He was on EI and mm-hmm. it was just, it was, it was not fun. Like I really, at so many points was like, this is unbelievable. Like I'm going into my fifth year. Like, why am I struggling? Like, I know things like I've, I've had successes. I've had wins. Like, what am I doing wrong? Mm-hmm. And I think that when I really look back and it sounds so simple, but hindsight 22, when I really look back, I was trying to create something or just have my business be a thing that would fit for other people Mm. rather than being unapologetic and owning myself and allowing myself to be the person that would support people, not my ideas, not, you know, the programs that I create, like it really was just fully accepting, like I've hit a rock bottom this year and I'm not quitting. Yeah. And I'm just like, allowing the full fucking spectrum to hit me i started going to therapy this year we're on zoom right now and i like want a fire emoji nobody can (laughs) see it but like fire emoji fire emoji like yes 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 yeah it's just you know my i've yeah i started going to therapy because my relationship with my dad he stopped talking to me i don't know if i'm ever going to talk to him again like there's Mm -hmm. i'm i'm here and i'm sharing oh my god i'm so fucking happy about the signature program and there's so many things burning down in the background but like that's just, I just don't care to let that run my life. And I think that that's, that's the, the audacity and the authenticity that I'm committed to bringing forward because that's what keeps shit going when it all feels like it's burning to the ground. Yes. Yes. Okay. I'm, you know, for everybody who's listening in summary here, what I gather from that is, and we say this all the time to our clients is you are the niche. Like you don't create something because you think it's what somebody else wants. And like, yes, I'm a generator. So I'm meant to respond and projectors wait for that invitation, that sort of thing. And like, you have to do something because you feel called or aligned or magnetized to it. And, you know, we can so relate. And I say we collectively as Kayla and I, Kayla business partner to Kayla G here on the call is that we also went through this exact same thing that you're describing a year ago where we were realizing we were doing one-to-one because that's what we thought our clients wanted. And it's what they were saying they wanted. And we were getting so exhausted and burnt out, even generators, right? We were just like, we had 40 plus one-to-one clients at any given time. So all day, every day we were on zoom I'd be like, get off zoom. My eyeballs would be like burning my back sore. Haven't moved my body all day. Did I breathe fresh air? No. I was like, this is not why we designed an online business. And so we were like, what do we want? Well, we want freedom. But was that what our clients wanted? Absolutely not. They were like, no, don't take away one-to-one. We're not going to work with you if you take away one-to-one. And so then we felt like it was a test from the universe because people were like side messaging us saying like, I will pay you double if you just coach me one-to-one. I don't want to do a group program. And we're like, yeah, of course the money would be fucking awesome. But we said, no, we turned every single one of those requests down. We forged ahead with, we're closing down one-to-one in 2023 and we're doing a group program only. And that was by far the, this time a year ago 
was the hardest period in our business because I was like, is anybody going to work with us? Like, this is so terrible. And then here we are a year later, we just had our biggest, easiest, most successful launch of this program because we're doing it in a way that serves us and our clients. And what I'm so excited about for you is I think, you know, it's a constant conversation with the universe, God, source, creator, whatever you call it. And you just signaled, I'm really fucking serious. This was hard and I'm doing it anyway. And like, hear me, see me, feel me. I, this is what I want and I'm doing it. And your breakdown or however you want to call it is maybe it's finally coming to an end and you're going to have your breakthrough, multiple breakthroughs. Yeah, I really feel that. And I think it's just so funny. Like, it's just so funny looking back in hindsight, like the shame, the frustration, like not making sense, like trying to, like, I think the, I think the biggest thing that we try to do that is probably the most harmful is forcing things to make sense. Mm. We're like, okay, I need clarity. And it's like, we go and we do all these things. And that's what I did all year. There's some really amazing offers that I created. There's some really amazing clients that I worked with. But when I really look at it, like the background was like, okay, I'm forcing clarity. Like this has to work. This has to work. And it's just, it, it, it really was me allowing myself to get to like an absolute rock bottom of being like, this is ridiculous. Like I'm going to apply for a nine to five, like no shame. This, if this mm -hmm. is what I need to do to keep going and like, I'm going to, I'm going to fucking do it. But I literally had to let myself drown in all the emotions. And I had to be so real with Guillaume, my fiance. I had to just, I had to be honest about my finances. Like I really just had to take radical responsibility, but then love myself through it. Like, mm -hmm. Kayla, you didn't do anything wrong. Like mm -hmm. you've never, you've never scaled like multiple six figures, seven figures. You've never done that before. How the fuck are you beating yourself up? That makes no sense. Mm -hmm. You're trying to do something you've never done before. Like, where's the love for yourself? The love that yes. you would have for a client, where is it for yourself? How can you yeah. love your clients if you don't love yourself? You know, like that's really what, what it was coming down to in the last like several months. Yes. I think about my friend, Jackie, who's a tapping practitioner and, and we do trades with her we coach her and she taps us. And I, I just always think of her being like, okay, business is really hard and challenging right now. And I love and accept myself anyway. <laughs> oh my God. Like, yes. Yeah. And that's literally what it is. Right. Like, and then it kind of becomes laugh worthy of like, yeah, why am I being so hard on myself? It's, it makes, it doesn't make sense, but if there's a, you know, comparison, whew, she is a nasty, nasty person, that one. And we, it's so easy to open up social media and be like, oh, well, everybody else is doing it. Like what's wrong with me. And so I think that's where we have to remember, like, okay, I can sit here, like, woe is me and look at what everybody else is doing. Or I can be like, okay, that's proof and get off the, you know, the scrolling and go get creating. And also to your point of like forcing, forcing clarity is also not it either, right? Like a great example that I always give to people is if I have this mug right here right now, but say it was a see-through glass and I go out to a mud puddle and for whatever fucking reason, I get muddy water and put it in this cup. And I'm like, Kayla, look, my water's all muddy and I want it to be clear. And I'm walking around and I'm like, get clear, get clear. It's not going to get clear. How's it going to get clear? I got to put it down and let everything settle. And then we get clarity. And so I think it is in that space of like, I'm going to get quiet. I'm going to rest. I'm going to stop, pause, settle, whatever it is. Then the clarity has space to come.
Yes. I love what you just said about the muddy water, because that's exactly it. It's that it's it, that stillness. If you want clarity, it comes in stillness. And if you think about it, you can't force stillness because stillness is actually surrendering. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So let's talk about, I mean, can you explain to everybody, you know, Cole's notes version of what is human design and what is gene keys and what is their relationship together? And we'll start there. Yes. So you look up your human design with your birth information. So that's your date, time of birth, location. And you can go to, I use genetic matrix for human design. You can do gene keys on there as well. But then I also go to the gene keys website. So just genekeys.com. So when you have your birth information and you look up your chart, you're going to see a body graph that's going to have different shapes in it. There's going to be lines connecting the shapes. It's going to be a ton of numbers. It's going to be symbols. And you're going to be confused if you've never looked at it before. <laughs> I'm going to be blind. But this body graph is your roadmap to how you're designed to energetically operate in your life and in your business. You know, there's five different types. So you've heard us talk about, you know, projectors and generators a little bit in this conversation. Each type has their own strategy and authority and how they take action. And so when you, when you utilize this as a tool in your life and your business, you get to create sustainable action that is aligned for you. Mm. Gene keys. So inside of the centers of the, the human design body graph, there's numbers, there's numbers one to 64. These come from this is a system called the I Ching, which is a Chinese divination text. This is a 64 streams of consciousness. So these numbers are also used in the gene keys. So there's astrology tied into gene keys and also the I Ching. So when you look at your human design chart, there's two columns on each side of your body graph and there's symbols there. Those are the planets. So in the gene keys, we take 11 of those planets and they have those gate numbers, which are also the gene keys. And these gene keys create three different sequences. So there's the activation sequence, the Venus sequence, and the Pearl sequence. And these sequences show like your path of how you're designed to live your life. It's more contemplative. It's more feminine, in my opinion, mm -hmm. compared to human design, where that's like how you take action. And then we look at the gene keys of, of these are the themes that you experience in these different areas of your life. The activation sequence is about what activates you, like your physical challenges. The Venus sequence is about your relationships with others, experiencing unconditional love, doing that deep inner trauma work with your triggers. And the Pearl sequence is about prosperity. It's about being of service, right? So I love to use these sequences and also human design to help mm -hmm. people create a business that thrives for them. So that's really, that's really kind of the Cole's notes of, of the two systems. And I hope that that was clear. So let me know if you have any questions. That was definitely clear. And like, wow, you've got your elevator pitch down. <laughs> like, that's good. Yeah, there. that was really, really clear and concise. Now I have somewhat of an understanding of how those two work, not really gene keys, but I definitely know my human design. And for the person who's listening out there and maybe they're like a little bit in their like woo slash spiritual closet and they're just like cracking the door open. They're like, okay, you're saying if I put in my birth information, I'm going to get all of this info about myself. And maybe they're a little bit skeptical. What would you say to the person who's like, this is brand new to them. And what they're hearing is like, it, they're just finding it hard to believe. Yes. I want to invite you to be curious. Mm. that's all mm -hmm. just be curious and you know if you're totally new to human design and gene keys and you look up your charts 
you're going to have to do additional research just because the actual charts themselves, there's information there. But if you don't know how to interpret the information, it's going to be like, whoa, it's kind of like looking up a natal chart or astrocartography. Like there's a lot of information, pictures and so on. But I think once you start to dive into human design and gene keys, and I'm going to have some some free resources for you in the show notes, because I love to create, you know, contexts for people, especially if you're an entrepreneur. It's just curious because when you when you learn about your human design and gene keys, the purpose of it, of it is to observe your life mm. and observe how things are going in your business and observe how your relationships are. And you're going to start to see the connection of the words and the themes from your gene keys and your human design. It's going to start to show up in your life. And what I love is that it really supports people in not being helpless. Because there's sometimes we just give all of our power away and we're like, okay, life is happening to me. That's just, this is just how it's supposed to be. But when you have the gene keys in human design, you start to see these themes in your life. You start to be curious and you start to inquire about why these themes are showing up. It actually gives you your power back because you can decide to respond to the world around you differently. Mm, okay. That is... That's so awesome in terms of like the work that you're doing with entrepreneurs, right? Because uh, I believe everybody has entrepreneurial spirit in them. Do I believe everybody has like the grit and determination? No, if I'm being honest, I think it's just not for everybody. But for those out there who are listening and they already identify as an entrepreneur, they've got their little side gig going, or they're sitting at their corporate desk, just begging for a sign to be able to leave and do the entrepreneurial thing. What would you say is the most helpful way that you support entrepreneurs with these tools? Like, yes, you have your signature program, but what is like the most common, like aha moment you get from entrepreneurs who work with you? Yeah, I think that when I have conversations or I do coaching sessions with clients, it's really interesting because when I bring up their human design and gene keys, I'm reading this and I'm I'm talking through it with them and they're able to relate to it. It's like they already know what it is mm. that I'm telling them. Mm. They're like, oh, I totally see this. I totally resonate. And all of a sudden what it does is that it allows them to trust themselves more. And when you trust yourself, you're going to do some crazy shit. Mm -hmm. you're gonna you're gonna go and do the damn thing if you don't trust yourself then you know you're you're gonna kind of stay back in the stands of your life and your business and you're gonna observe and be inspired and be comfortable but when you trust yourself that's when you start moving and shaking things up and so that's what I really love is that I find that it's interesting and it's a bit of a paradox because human design and gene keys adds another layer of awareness but it also takes shit away and it creates that spaciousness for people to be validated like oh this is why you know when I when I take the specific action in my business it doesn't feel good thank fuck I don't have to do that I'm actually not designed to do that and it becomes a massive permission slip to pivot and when you can pivot and be intentional with how you take action you're going to produce results mm -hmm. so that's you know if if you if I hope that that's clear because I think that that's the biggest thing is that it just brings clarity to people it adds more another layer but it takes things away it gives you more space to breathe Mm. And, you know, in, in the, I would say I first got introduced to human design in 2020. And it was actually when we very first started my line purpose, my sister introduced uh, someone into our community and she did one-to-one -one coaching with us and she was doing human design back in the day. 
And I had never heard of it before. And I remember she gave Kayla and I a reading. And when she shared with us like our designs, I was like, oh no, that actually wasn't my first introduction to human design. My first introduction to human design was earlier in 2020 when Kayla and I both worked for another coach. And she brought in this woman from the States who did like a six hour training day with our team. So it was myself generator, Kayla manifesting generator, the woman who owned the coaching company also manifesting generator and our like OBM VA person on the team who is a protractor. And so when she went through all of our stuff, we were all like, yeah, okay, cool, cool, cool. And I learned a lot about myself. And then we started coaching this other woman who was getting into human design. And the more that I learned about my chart, the more I was like, like, am I being punked right now? Like, how do you know this about me? It's so mine is so accurate, but what I've noticed over the years, and this is just my opinion observation, it's not fact or truth is I think I've seen projectors get the most freedom or per biggest permission slips when they, because I don't know what it's like to be wired like a projector, but what I hear is when they get that permission slip to not feel forced to be the creator, but the one to wait for the invitation and that they can do things a little bit slower or on their own time. I've seen projectors have the biggest like, ah, oh, exhale. Would you yes, agree? And 100%. And I can tell you why that is, to be honest. So when we look at the five different types in human design, there's different percentages of the types in the world. So generators and manifesting generators make up like 60 to 70% of the population. Projectors make up about 20. And then we have manifestors that make up about nine or 10. And then reflectors make up like 1%. Mm -hmm. And so what different, what differentiates generators and manifesting generators to the other three types is they have a specific center defined in their chart called their sacral center. This is the creative energy center, right? This is your life force energy. This is how you build the things that you, that you do in your life and in your business. Now that does not mean that the other types cannot build. It just means the way that they create things and do things is going to be a different rhythm compared to the sacral beings. But with the sacral beings, we have that center defined and the other types don't. So projectors, for example, when they don't have their sacral defined, what happens is you amplify the energy and you pick up the energy of other people, right? So if there's 60 to 70% of the population is out there running around, having this more sustainable energy, building things, showing up, responding to the things, the projectors, if they're not aware of this, they're going to start operating like a sacral being. Mm -hmm. And then they get burnt out and they're bitter because they're not being recognized for their brilliance. And so this is why I love human design because it's literal concrete evidence of like you're wired differently, like do not operate like how you're not designed because it's not sustainable. So that's yeah. a prime example because then they get to stay in their zone of genius. They get to guide people. They get to optimize things. They get to project what it is that they're seeing and really mentor people on a deep level. And they're not here to build the way that manifest and generators and sacrals, like sacral beings build. Yeah. And I can't wait for everybody who hears this to hear that. And, you know, I've also in, in my last four years of doing this entrepreneur thing, I've met two reflectors and I'd be curious to know what you have to say, the reflectors, because for me personally, thinking about having to wait that long to feel like I could make a decision feels painful because I am a mm -hmm, mm -mm, responder. Like I know in a breath 
if I'm ready for something or not. And so what would you say to the people who live with or parent or are reflectors? Yes. I love this question. And one of the things that I love to do with the work that I do with human design and gene keys is really look at the nuances, right? So the strategy of a reflector is to wait 28 days to make a decision. This is like the traditional, you know, human design methodology. And what I mentioned earlier about how, you know, sacral beings have their sacral defined projectors, manifestors, you know, reflectors, don't they pick up on that energy because reflectors don't have any centers defined in their chart. What you can leverage is actually looking at the transits, like the little numbers inside of the centers, they get activated on different days. And when they do reflectors, you're going to have certain centers that are defined, which means some days you will be a generator. Some days you're going to be a projector. Some days mm -hmm. you're going to be a manifester. So if you can understand that, you can actually operate consistently and you can make decisions, quote, faster than in 28 days. You're not at the mercy of, oh, I need to wait for a full lunar cycle. And the other things to consider too is like, if you're someone who menstruates, how does your menstrual cycle affect you? How would you, how do you operate within a day? Do you have more energy in the morning compared to at night? Mm -hmm. Like looking at your energetic cycles on a micro level rather than just a macro level, or even looking at your energetic cycles over a year. Some people really resonate with slowing down in the fall and winter. Some people amp things up. So there's nuances. It's more than just 28 days. And so I think that that's really important. And the biggest thing for reflectors too, is having boundaries. You know, if you're going to be living with or parenting or business partner with somebody who is a sacral being, you're not designed to operate like them. You are here to communicate that honestly and trust your own rhythm. So that's my, that's my insight for the 1% of the reflectors mm. who are listening to this. Yes. Yes. And I, I can think of a couple and I'm sure they will hear this podcast. And so that's awesome. And hope that they reach out and message you. Okay. So let's talk about, you talked about briefly about your program at the beginning, but can you share all of the ways that people can work with you? What does that look like right now in this season of life? Let's say we're recording the beginning of November, say this goes out within the month of November. What, what are ways that people can contact you, work with you? Where can they find you? What do you got going on? Yes. So you can connect with me on Instagram at Kayla G. I have my podcast living in first alignment. That's going to be an incredible free resource. I have my freebies page again, where there's some great resources for human design, gene keys and business. And the way you can work with me is yes, my program signature program by design. If you're somebody who wants to scale your business and you want to bring in human design and gene keys, that's it. It's starting out as a one-on-one -on -one program. It's going to turn into a group program. So honestly, sooner the better if you think this is for you and you want one-on-one -on -one support. I also do private coaching. If somebody wants a more customized approach to their business, that's definitely an option. And when I feel like it and there's spots open, I do offer 60-minute Gene Keys human design business coaching sessions, which is like amazing if you just want to get in quick, deep dive, get clarity and confidence and move forward. And uh, I also have the Gene Keys business guide. So if you're somebody who wants to self-study, you want to see how you can bring in the gene keys into your business. This is another great resource for you where one thing with the gene keys is that I find them in themselves are very elusive, but mm. the way that I make it applicable with business creates it to be like a wicked weapon of a tool to use so that you can understand yourself better and show up authentically. So those are the ways to connect with me. And I'm really excited to, to hear 
from the listeners if this episode resonated with you like I want to hear from you so thank you for having me on Nicole it was such a great conversation yeah, I agree. And for those of you that do reach out to Kayla, like let her know that you found her, or heard of her on this podcast. What's your Instagram? My Instagram is at Kayla G. And website? Kayla G.com. Okay. And all of this will be linked in the show notes. I know lots of you are like listening in transit and that sort of thing. Okay. So, you know, we covered what it's like to like your journey, how you got from young Kayla to here and what you're grateful for, some challenges that you overcame, what your entrepreneurial entrepreneurial journey has looked like. And if you could leave our listeners with one nugget of inspiration and assuming that the majority of our listeners are women entrepreneurs or aspiring entrepreneurs they want to be, what would be your nugget of inspiration to leave people with? Yes. So my friend shared this quote with me recently and I just thought, wow, that really nails it on the head. Don't quit in the dark. Mm. I think that in the dark. Yeah. Don't quit in the dark. I think that I had so many opportunities this year to do that. And, you know, you shared earlier about how, you know, you think everyone has the entrepreneurial spirit, but not everyone has the grit and that's just being blunt. But if you're really connected to the work that you're committed to sharing in the world, that fire within you will never fade. Mm-hmm. It will it will annoy you. It <laughs> will piss you off when you're doing the things you don't want to be doing. And it's there for a reason. So mm-hmm. when you're in the dark and you feel that nagging annoyance of like mosquitoes or whatever, and it's like, oh my God, like, I can't do this. I don't want to do this. Don't fucking quit in the dark. And I really want people to like hear that and feel that in the cells of their body today. Okay. I love that so much. Okay. Well, thank you for coming on today and having this conversation. And again, the links to everything that Kayla talked about in the episode today will be in the show notes. Go say hello to her. And I'm super excited to see what you and your clients co-create together in their signature programs, because also just have to say like having a signature program is where it's at. Like having the thing that you're known for as a business owner, especially in the online space is going to be what makes you stand out from everybody else. Yeah, 100%. And it gets to be your contribution, your expression. So I think that, you know, sit with that and and consider it because that's what's scalable as well. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Okay, thanks for listening, everybody. And we'll be back next week with another couple of episodes. Chat soon.